what's up everybody this is the hydro gaming podcast i'm your host matt lubick joining me today as the other co-host it's your boy ryan how y'all doing today so if you didn't know what this show is it's a video game podcast where we have four segments on the show we're going to talk about some news what we've been playing going to dive into a topic of the show and then finish the show off with a video game review from the past in this case it's going to be a few games as a series but if you like this show we're going to dive into other topics as the discussion pursues such as movies comics tvs etc some days we do an off topic at the end of the show where we dive into another nerdy interest that we like you can find the show on youtube.com by searching the hydro gaming podcast or itunes google play soundcloud any of those audio services that host podcasts um you can find us hydro gaming podcast should be up there if we're not up there leave a comment or something add us on twitter we'll get it on whatever service you want it on um please subscribe to the show if you're on youtube or any of those other services helps us out uh, make sure other people are able to see the show the more ratings and reviews and subscribers we have so it helps us out a lot so let's kick this off into this uh what have we been playing that's what we're going to start the show off here with today so um do you want to go first ryan yeah yeah okay. i haven't done too what much. have you been like, up to well i just beat until dawn last night uh, okay i was playing that you know um started out strong i started out loving it you know it's still scary scary game but yeah uh, a lot more just like jump scare kind of moments, if that okay, makes sense. Okay. Uh, but um, it was a cool story. Uh, I mean, there's like so many different outcomes of that game. I don't plan on going back and getting any other outcomes or anything like that. Um, it was about like an eight hour experience for me. But by the end of it, you know, I just kind of wanted to just it to be done. Right. You know, because it was a lot. It was of only this, about eight hours. Yeah. Eight to nine hours, you know, but it's a lot of the same mechanics all throughout you know yeah so you get, it's just like control the guy to this point a right find point b and yeah until you trigger a cut scene or and then you got to make a decision you know and then the decision will branch you off somewhere else and i mean it's a really cool idea i'm excited to see if they ever make like a second one or if this company makes another one to they made see the what, vr game right that that does seem really pretty scary actually <laughs> but uh, on rail shooter yeah but, uh, I mean, I would like to see what they do with another game to see if they add, like, you know, maybe more mechanics to get you more involved or something like that. Um, but, yeah, that was a cool game. It's it, I don't know if it's still free on the PSN, right? It's not free anymore. No. You missed it if you had your chance. Yeah. It, it was still a cool experience, especially for free. Um, as a PlayStation Plus user, it's pretty awesome to just get games for free and just jump into them. Yeah. I wouldn't have paid for it, to be honest with you. But for free, you might yeah. as well play it. But for free, you I did play it. pop some trophies along the way, mm -hmm. too. I sure did. Uh, I need to actually like sync them, but uh, and then uh, I just beat some uh, mirror like Mario Mario Kart like mirror mode mm. cups. Um, I did like three or four of those. They were really hard because even on mirror mode, I believe it's still 150 cc, so mm -hmm. you're still crashing into everything. People are still savage. Those blue shells, man. Yeah, man. You gotta basically hang out in second place until the, the third lap. <laughs> you know, you gotta hang out, but. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. Uh, the mirror mode is really cool. I kind of got sick of all the uh, the way that the the tracks were. You know, I kind of you know because you can only play the tracks. You so still much. memorize the track, but then you're like, oh wait, I gotta go left every time. Right. Of right so it, every it makes time. you feel like a whole new experience. You know, um, doing that, just even that little mode. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, other than that, what else have I been playing? Uh, Overwatch, of course. You know? Of course. Of course, Overwatch. I'll just jump in. You know, that's my game that I could just jump in for 20 minutes at a time and you know yeah, get how many matches can you do in 20 minutes like two uh yeah around two basically and uh you know sometimes that's all i need to get like my little fix for for that just you know get like two good matches in 
But uh-huh. other than that, man, what have you been up to? So I started, I replayed The Witcher. I booted it up. Oh. Um, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I had a save from it from last September, so it's been about a year, right. 11 months. And so I was like, you know what? What's the hype all about? Because I played it. I didn't really remember too much what was going on. I don't really remember the controls a lot. So I was like, it's probably be best just to restart a file. I was only two or three missions in, you know, mm-hmm. that would only take an hour or so. So I'm basically where I got, I replayed it all back to the point where I am again. I popped a couple trophies along the way too. And I don't know how I did that, but I think cause I'm playing on really easy mode. Okay. I just like decided like, I'm going to restart this game, put it on super easy and fly through it just to see the story. You know, mm-hmm. like if I get into some of the more mechanics, I'll, I'll be able to knock it out, you know, enjoy these optional boss battles cause it's on easy just to uh, take it in. But for the most part, I just wanted to see the story experience, what people are talking about. Right. Know? I get you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I've started that game about three times and just kind of put it down. It's just like <laughs> it's too daunting. daunting yeah. It's too daunting for a game for me. And I know I played daunting games, you know, I've, I just beat, you know, breath of the wild this year and, <laughs> I played some daunting games, but Tell for some me about reason, it. when I played Horizon, Final Fantasy 15, and Zelda back to back to back, yeah, like Z- God, exactly. And then you got The Witcher, which I feel just so lost every time I play it, you know. And that's it's a huge, it's huge a big world. world. It's yeah. a giant world, but for some reason, whenever I turn it off, just like trying, like thinking of returning to it, just seems daunting. Like I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, I had nothing. There's nothing to play like as of right now. Exactly. There's nothing big to play, so I was like, well, I might as well mm-hmm. fuck around. Yeah, tis the season, though. We're in <laughs> August now, yeah. and uh, basically all the video games for the rest of the year you got are Undertale coming up. in two weeks, right? Oh, man, you just reminded me of that. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. I'm so stoked for Undertale. <laughs> I forgot completely about that. Um, yeah, so I played The Witcher for a bit. I played this new game called Pyre. It's pretty oh, yeah. new. It's That's pretty true. dope. You watched me play some yeah, of it. And it looks pretty cool. For anyone that doesn't know, it's hard to explain what it is, but it's really fun, and it looks really cool. The graphics are really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like you're a religious cult and you're just trapped in purgatory and there's this cool, interesting spiritual story, but I really won't really get into much of that because I wasn't really following it for that too much. But basically the main gameplay of the story is you do these trials and to face another team that's in this purgatory trying to escape as well. And basically whoever gets to the top of the trials leaderboards you get out and so all these other teams are trying to fight you throughout this spiritual realm and these the trials themselves are basically like they're like soccer games, it's like right? soccer, soccer meets basketball meets like a moba meets i don't know it's but but the, the gist of it is basically there's this orb in the middle that pops at the beginning of the match and you have three players on each side and then it can be any types of players like a heavyweight a sprinter or like an agility person and like you you have to get the orb and then you can only move one character at a time on each side and you get the orb and you have to slam it into the other person's pyre which is like the giant flame and you have a flame that you're trying to protect as well and you can switch between characters with the press of a button um, each character can you can hold and charge your circle button which is a wave beam and it banishes the other the player that it hits and it takes them I don't know 10 seconds to recharge before they spawn back in and if you have the aura, you can't get hit. Or the orb, sorry. So if another player comes and hits you while you have it, you get banished and the orb bounces and you have to go get it again and then jump over people or dash around to get into their pyre. Right. So it's like a little bit of dodgeball <sighs> in there It's like too. dodgeball, basketball, soccer with spiritual stuff. That's magic. really cool though. That's it's really super cool fun. that they were able to like, you know, take all these things from actual sports yeah just throw it into their game and it, it's it's the creators of bastion and okay. uh, transistor That's right so i don't know it's just it was really fun and i've been playing a lot i popped a 
like eight or ten trophies from for already, and it's it was, I'm having a good time. I, th- I don't know if I'll finish it, but it was only twenty dollars, so I was right. like, might as well. And I love the other games they made, so I checked it out, and it's pretty fun. And the cartoony art style is really cool. yeah, the art like, style, the hand drawn yeah, and it's like in sixty fps. It just looks gorgeous, beautiful colors, popping, yeah, you know. gorgeous colors. So yeah. that that's a really good game. It's already for the twenty dollars, I've gotten my money worth. I yeah. enjoyed what I've already played, and I'll probably go play it by at least another few hours of it. You know, even if right. I don't beat the story. Just the gameplay itself is fun. And then um, I re-downloaded Infamous First Light because I just decided, like, man, I really like that those Infamous games, the new is ones. That, is, that, is that the DLC for Second Son? It's the DLC, but it's not DLC. It's it, like it's like Uncharted. It's, it's, it's its own standalone game, correct. Gotcha. But um, I realized, like, I'm thinking slowly but surely PS4 is becoming my favorite console of all time really because it has horizon which i just fell in love with mm-hmm. and i've i've been telling you about infamous for like right. a year now and i was just how much i love that game so i got the platinum in the second son and i was like maybe maybe i should go back and get the platinum in first light right it's not that hard it's just kind of tedious so i was like man i really like these games so between like i figured it out like there's a few games that i'm just really falling in love with horizon's been one mm-hmm. these infamous ones have been one i'm sure the next one will probably be insomniac spider-man yeah but like those types of games were just like open world action RPGs. Oh yeah, just, I've, I've only me. I've only played the first Infamous, but we'll we'll get into that in our, with our topic. But uh, yeah, um, I I understand where you're coming from because I mean the library that PS4 has when it comes it's to like pretty modern, darn good. <laughs> like even if you go back to even PlayStation Three, which had some titans of games. Too, yeah, don't get me wrong, but. If you compare that, you know, all those Titans that were on PS3 are for PS4 now and redone in, like, yeah. better glory. So, I would say that, you know, P- that would be a justified statement. Yeah, I would say, say that, PS4 like... PS4 is your favorite system of all time. I mean, I don't agree. Uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but for you... For, yeah, I mean, yeah. especially since I never had a Super Nintendo or an yeah. Atari or something like that. So. But if you're talking to me, I think uh, maybe that would be my third, possibly. You know, it would probably go Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1. Probably PS4. Uh, Game Boy Advance was a good system too. Yeah, it was. There's too many good systems, man. It's hard. It's hard to rank. You're telling me to rank children, you know? Like even the the DS was a good system. I don't know, but Game Boy Advance was a really good system. Mm -hmm. But um, so yeah, that's about it. Those three. Um, I don't think anything else crazy is coming out. Uh, Hellblade: Siuna's Sacrifice comes out next week. I might be checking that out. And I'll be checking Undertale in two weeks. Yeah, and then yeah. after that, Uncharted, and then we have Rabbids, and Destiny, and Metroid, and just it goes yeah, down the road. Yeah, it's, it's a huge season, man. It's a great time to be a video gamer, but also a terrible time for a gamer's wallet. Real wallet. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a lot of good games coming up until the end of the year. Um, yeah, it's just going to be nuts. We went over, I think, what was last week? We went over the list, or two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I think it was two weeks ago. We went over all the remaining... Oh, man, it's going to be crazy. Right. Uh, I'm going to need to work some more. We're both going to need to work some more. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, let's get into some news here. Let's do it. Uh, First up on the list, you were kind of checking this out. Uh, Final Fantasy XV's multiplayer new mode, uh, Comrades, is Mm -hmm. now closed beta available to download now. So, basically, I think if you bought the season pass, you get access. Right. So the Comrades DLC kicks off. Uh, basically, it's a co-op multiplayer mode for the previous single-player RPG. Players will be able to create, customize their own avatar, take on quests with up to two to three players. 
Full version will offer a wide variety of new weapons, attack patterns, sigils, quests, and more, but only a small sampling will be available to try in the Crow's beta. You can read more about that over on GameStop or GameStop, GameSpot, where I pulled yes. up this article. That's like the hardest thing to it get really over. Is. GameSpot, GameStop. Because it's like this giant website or this giant store. Like, I know, yeah. with just a P and a T. Just yeah. <laughs> the letters it. switched. Just stop it. But um, yeah, what do you think about this? I I don't see why they're doing this. I, I don't mean, think we I, need it. I don't think we need it either, but I guess people really do want to be in Final Fantasy XV's giant world with their friends. I don't really see the point. Uh, the game's great on its own. I don't really see why you need the multiplayer thing. We have Final Fantasy XIV if you want to do that's that. That's what I was about to say. I feel like they're really trying to go with the whole like you know Final Fantasy XIV thing to make all these Final Fantasy games a little more social. I don't know. I'm think, not. I'm yeah. not into it for this. This is not what I go to Final Fantasy for. I but really I mean, do think Square's just trying to like hype up on the the multiplayer thing. You know, everything big game you hear these days is a multiplayer. Right. Game, you so got Anthem, like, Destiny, all those things. Player I think they no, wanna, Battlegrounds, like, Overwatch. Like, come on. They probably think they're gonna. You know, their ship's gonna sink if they don't start doing that. Which I don't think they they will. They don't need it. They don't need to. They they need to stay in their own lane. I think uh, Final Fantasy 15 is a fantastic experience pretty darn good it's a really Which good game reminds me you haven't played 12 yet no no i knew we need to get the zodiac age i you probably find it in the next month on amazon for like 20 bucks yeah i'm sure yeah, i want to get it up then <laughs> i want to get it but for this square i don't i don't i'm not gonna go back to final fantasy 15 for this no i'm and done yeah I'm maybe much when done all the dlc's out then the next year i'll go back and just knock it all out but, right but um, anyways unless you have the season pass you can't experience the beta anyway so. yeah but uh, i think the full mode will be out uh sometime in the next month or two mm. and then episode ignis is gonna come in december i guess they just want to like make sure people just stay in this world even when you're done with it that's a cool thing but it's not enticing me to go back yeah and i was gonna say um you probably do need to play zodiac age to for our game of the list year yeah that's also true yeah. i'm gonna i plan on i plan bit. on you know we have a lot of games coming out this year i do plan at the yeah. end of the year having a top 10 uh, if worst comes to worst and I don't get those 10 done, I'll have yeah. a top five. Yeah, probably the last uh, or maybe the first week of next year because probably the last couple weeks of the year we might take off because no one's really doing stuff. There's not a lot of news. You know, right. It's Christmas. You know, We want to enjoy time with our families and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, But probably maybe the first week we're back, we'll probably, all right, what were our top games from last year? You yeah, know? definitely. But, um, yeah, I'm sure Zodiac Age, even if you don't beat it, I'm sure that might... I hear it's a great game. Everyone's loving the new version of it. So. Yeah, it's a giant PS2 experience, and it's all done, redone for PS4. It's uh, one Final Fantasy game I skipped out on. I really want to play it. Yeah, right on. So, next piece, uh, over on GameSpot as well. Uh, Nintendo says SNES Classic pre-orders are coming this month. I'm so stoked. The pages for them are up on Amazon, Best Buy, and Target. I don't know about Walmart. But the pages are there. The pre-orders are not live, but the pages are up and available. So you can check that out. So everyone be, pair, be prepared. Bookmark, bookmark those pages. You yeah, know, just keep refreshing favorite. for the next week. You never know. Mm -hmm. You never know. Just like the Walmart one. Just one day, just went up. So just be on the lookout for those. That'll be a cool thing. The wait. system is launching on September 29th. So you only have to about a month and a half, a little, almost two months about to wait here. So it's coming up very soon. Um, I think the price on them is going to be 89 if I'm not mistaken. 89 It doesn't say on there. Was it my right about that? Or 79 I think it's 79 79 or so I about could be wrong. Bucks. I could yeah. be wrong. Somewhere 80 or 90 bucks. So mm -hmm. that's not bad. 
Star Fox 2, right? That, that'll be... Technically, Star Fox 2 would be a 2017 release game. Correct. That technically would be because, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody's been wondering, like, what the hell happened with Star Fox 2? And now we're getting it years later. So if you get yours and you play Star Fox 2, that would count on your list of top 10. If I would say it. so. Yeah. I would definitely say so. I would I mean, count that. Mm-hmm. It's a... I, I get to play all these games in HD now. Like, my favorite <laughs> right. games are, like, done... Redone in HD. You know, I get to see all those... Beautiful Except Chrono Trigger. Yeah. No Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Damn shame. But, hey, yeah, that's what I got it on the DS4. I'm yeah. okay with that. I love Chrono Trigger. I love Super Nintendo. Can't say it enough. Give me this it's your now. your favorite console. Give me it now. All right. Uh, next piece of news is pretty impressive. PlayStation 4 shipments have reached 30, 36, 63.3 million. Uh, but sales have declined since year over year over on GameSpot as well. So, basically, they're saying Sony has sold 63, almost over 63 million units since november of 2013 that's crazy that is <laughs> not even four years so you're doing over 20 million a year yeah yeah that's I, insane and i would just I, I don't know what the the drop is you know the, the decline is but i just think that everybody pretty much has probably has a ps4 now and it's just pretty much like the leftover people who need to get some still though there's still a lot of people from what i hear that are just now getting over their ps3 xbox 360s That's jumping true. over you know that is true now they finally have been out long enough there's a crazy good library and they're cheap enough you can just go pick one up without saving yeah they're only 250 bucks mm-hmm. you know but um yeah that's it's, awesome that's like around somewhere a little less than like a million and a half a month since it came out a million and a half units every month I mean, Sony is just yeah, killing just this, this generation. This console generation is Sony's. Speaking of, because to, to put in PS2, the best selling system of all time, is only at 150 million. So if PS4 is only not even four years in and they're at 63, yeah. imagine another four years from now, they'll be at 120 ish. Yep. Then once they reach 75 million, they're basically halfway there. Yeah, like that's. And the amount of time, how long was PS2 on the market? They just stopped making PS2s like two or three years ago, I think. They stopped production maybe four years ago. I could yeah. be a little wrong. But somewhere around there, it was like a long time. So PS4 has a long way to go, and they're already almost halfway there. <laughs> I mean, this is awesome. I think I think Sony knows that I, Sony's just doing everything right. They're pushing all the right buttons for this generation. They kind of For the most part, they're making a few little weird things. Correct. But yeah. yeah, but for the most part compared to last year, the PS3, Xbox 360 era, PS4 Which is PS3 dominated. still won. Yeah. Xbox 360 dominated, but PS3 still won. I'm going to remind you guys. Mm-hmm. PS3 still beat Xbox 360 for in sure. sales, total sales. But like with now with this race, you could kind of see like the dust like just settling from PS4 and like Xbox back here. But then here. Xbox One X is coming out, but we don't have IOPS for that. No, I don't. I don't think a lot of people are getting that. I haven't heard anybody saying I need to get that system. I haven't heard one. I haven't person. heard anyone saying I need it. No. Besides, they're like industry professionals, which obviously they need it because that's their job to get the new and best thing. Yeah, and dev kids, they gotta yeah. know how good with dev kids and what to what to well, expect. because like it's like someone at IGN, like of course I'm gonna get an Xbox One X. It's my job to cover Xbox, mm-hmm. so of course I need to get the system and review. It, you know, yeah. so like, but besides those people, I don't know anyone personally that heard and no one wants to get one right anyways uh this is a crazy piece of news over on ign dragon quest 11 Man. sells two million copies in two days in japan wow in one country in two days two million units that is that is really impressive but dragon That's quest i mean of. you know they say that you know people take days off work and school 
Dragon Quest is a holiday yeah, in Japan. They consider Dragon Quest a holiday. I know you're probably like me and only played like maybe one or two or not at all. Any of them. Because most Western people, if they like JRPGs, they were either Dragon Quest kid or a Final Fantasy right. kid. But Dragon Quest in Japan, I would say, is arguably the biggest video game there is. There's Yeah, in Japan. <laughs> in yeah. Japan, yeah. In Japan, that, I mean... Maybe Monster Hunter... Maybe Pokemon, Pokemon and Mario, of course. Yeah, but know, besides those, Dragon Quest. <laughs> Dragon Quest is. I would. I would say it's like it's like up there. If it's not above Final Fantasy out in Japan, it's up there. Yeah, it's literally neck and neck with it. And for us in the Western states, we always like you know Final Fantasy kids. But yeah, well, it's, Dragon Quest is a lot less popular than Final Fantasy, right. especially now with these big titles but it does Fantasy. have a lot of the same art that we love from dragon ball yeah, z Akira toriyama Akira man toriyama you know he's wonderful so if you're really into those games everybody looks like gohan everybody looks like you know <laughs> trunks pretty much, yeah pretty much but the swords like chrono trigger all the art is looks like trunks you know right <laughs> so i think that has a lot to do with it the art style you know it's it's really it's very Jap- japanese yeah and that's really that's crazy. Just show you yeah. how much to show the westerns like the and western it's, people. It's how only much. on two platforms. It's only on PS4 and Nintendo 3DS. That's it. That's it. But I mean, out there, you know, like the PlayStation 4 is selling so well. Yeah. Everybody's got a 3DS as but well. The, Xbox doesn't really sell in uh, Japan, but Never. it's not on Switch. It's not on Xbox. It's not on PS3. It's only on PS4 and DS, 3DS. Mm-hmm. Which so and it still sold two million units that's on insane. two consoles in two days. Yeah. That's like, no one does that. No. Like, in one country, let alone the whole world. Just I one country. Everybody called out of work that day. Everybody stayed home. Well, it, they know. This yeah. has been announced they probably for at least a year. Everyone knows, oh, I'm putting that day off of work. Mm-hmm. Like, probably businesses closed probably to go play Dragon Age and stuff. But I'm for sure. two million people in one country in two days to be playing and basically buy this game. And that's that's a giant percentage of the population. That's <laughs> incredible. That's incredible. It just shows you that, like, you know, compared to, you know, the Western, like how Japan's doing. Yeah, like if you called out of work to play a video game, you'd get fired. Right. And I mean, people <laughs> did that for like Skyrim, Fallout. But I mean, this is for that. This is that. For but, them. Not, but like, that's one thing to take a sick day and plan ahead. But like, if I were to be like, oh, Skyrim came out today. I'm not coming in. Yeah. Like, no, you're coming in or we're writing you up. You yeah. know, like, it doesn't work like that. Exactly. But that's yeah. basically, to them, that's their Fallout Skyrim experience. Yeah. Like, they're, they're excited for it. They love it. And it's awesome. It's crazy. So, this next story is hey. your boy. Overwatch Doomfist is now available to play. Hey. Uh, long-awaited, cybernetically enhanced Overwatch villain officially announced earlier this month has now been playable on oh, uh, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, so yeah, this came out the end of last week. Um, Ryan, what do you think of this new character? Have you tried him out yet? No, what, I haven't. What's your gist? I haven't. I'm kind of. Have you uh, played against him yet? Mm, yes. He's killing it, or yes. he's, he's OP. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> he's killing me. But uh, <laughs> the thing is, is like I'm always scared to like break the mold and go from like one of my mains to somebody new because I know I'm just gonna get wrecked. But that's you know, how you learn. Time. But yeah. when you get wrecked five or six times, but then you start to get good. <laughs> right. But uh, this is pretty cool. I, I love that, you know, they're constantly adding new people, new, new Over flair. a year later. Yeah, over a year. Content. And it's free. You're not paying. You don't need to buy season pass for this. You don't yeah. need to buy any DLC. So I this. believe the only thing you need to purchase in DLC is the cosmetic stuff. Unless mm-hmm. there's a giant, giant pack of new stuff. Then you have to pay for it, right? Right. But as long as you have PlayStation Plus, you're getting all this extra content all the, for free. All the, the regular stuff, yeah. You're getting it for free, Pretty which cool. is dope. It's not Terry Crews. Terry Crews is supposed <laughs> to do his voice. You know, how cool would that have He's been? He's doing the crackdown stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. But so, yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, 
Good job, Blizzard. Keep. I can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, what modes you add? What maps? You I almost add. think you, we say uh, Rockstar is one of the biggest developers and publishers out there. I would say Activision Blizzard is just as big. Oh, for sure, man. <laughs> Especially when you come to like multiplayer. I mean, let's not forget that like Blizzard yeah. has done Diablo. Blizzard has done uh, World of Starcraft, Warcraft. Starcraft, Warcraft. You know, Overwatch, Destiny's Activision. Yeah, like, even if on. if you're not even if you're not part of the PC master race, you can respect Blizzard for what they've all done in the gaming yeah. community. I think the only few big games in the sim similar genres would be like something like Quake or Doom mm-hmm. that are that big on those levels that they don't own. You know, because yeah. that's but those are Bethesda games. But it's like almost every one of their giant multiplayer games is a hit. And I think it's awesome that like, they're not just catering to the PC crowd anymore. They are trying to make better experiences for consoles as well. Yeah. And well, even to the fact the reverse, what you just said, destiny two is coming on PC through hey, Battle.net. That's cool. Which, hey, that's cool. That know? is really cool. Good job, man. I'm really so, stoked on they're that. They're just doing A- shit right over there. Activision blizzard. Good job. Uh, next piece of news over at IGN, according to Sam Stewart, Nintendo fix update to fix the battery charge meter bug. Hmm. So apparently, I've never noticed. I haven't played my f- Switch in a little while, but but like apparently, Let's see here. people the there was like the battery indicator was like not reading correct correctly for like the the icon was not telling you where the battery percentage was correctly. Hmm. I so, didn't have. I've never had that issue. I don't ever really notice because yeah. whenever my Switch would say it's about to die, I would just plug it in. Yeah. So I don't, and if it was at like half percent and I knew I was going to play it, like, oh, let me charge it real quick, you know? So I don't really know. Yeah. I never noticed it, but cool. Cool. Nintendo. Thanks. I know you're just saying you're going to get a uh, uh, battery or not battery pack, but a new AC adapter. Yeah. I want to get an AC adapter just because it is a pain in the ass taking it off from the dock. And then if I want to just plug it into the switch portably to charge it, it's a pain in the ass to keep doing that. I'd rather just keep one plugged into the dock at all times. Of course, not have my switch in there at all times. But, but I solved your problem, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that if you buy the uh, Pro Controller, it comes with a USB for yeah. that for the AC adapter. So Which if I just use both. a block, charges the switch and the the Pro Controller. It's a, just a USB C connection. Right. So if I just have a US, or USB block, you could probably even if you don't want the Pro Controller, just probably go on Amazon and buy like a ten foot USB C cord. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Just make sure it works. Like read the comments or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a cool thing. Uh, it's always good to get updates when they're, you know, when something's not working right. So this is cool. I need at least they're listening to people. Switch. At least they're fixing it. I'm actually really excited for Mario Plus Rabbids because I'm am. like, I want to play my Switch so bad. That's what I've been saying, man. <laughs> and it's like a tactical RPG, so I can just like dive in. It looks just like the perfect thing to just lay back and you know, like just strategize and just play. You know? Yeah, you can um, take your time, you know, and just re- and it looks enjoy. absolutely gorgeous. Like the graphics are shiny, colorful, beautiful. Uh, it has that Nintendo charm that I yeah. all always look for and uh, the only thing I'm worried about is it has nothing to do with the actual game it's just a release is because it literally comes out six days before destiny right so I'm like ooh I'm gonna buy it on day one because I'm gonna play uncharted because uncharted I'm in this new class and uncharted comes out the week four of my new class so that weekend I'm probably gonna knock out uncharted as soon as I finish my class yeah, same and so the next week is Mario plus rabbit so I'm like I'll probably play some of it but I don't know how much I'll get into it because the next week I'm going to be just in Destiny like for like yeah. four days straight. No, you'll be. I, I know you're going to be playing that for yeah. all year off and on. Yeah, you know? but for the first week of release, mm-hmm. I'm going to be balls yeah. deep into it. Yeah, but sure. after that, just probably a few days a week, one or two days a week. But uh, yeah, um, next piece of news, which is pretty crazy. Uh, EA merges BioWare Montreal, the studio who came out with uh, Mass Effect Andromeda 
with uh, EA Motive, which is the team working on one of the aspects for Battlefront 2. So I can read this article a little bit just to so you get the gist of what's going on. Uh, EA is officially confirmed over from, sorry, IGN and Lucy O'Brien. Uh, EJ has officially confirmed that has merged BioWare Montreal with Motive Studios. Mm. Quote, the teams in EA Worldwide Studios are packed with talent and more than ever were driving collaboration between studios on key projects. EA told IGN in a statement, quote, or end quote, quote, uh, with multiple major projects in development in Montreal, we are merging BioWare Montreal with Motive Studios. Mm. This is an ongoing process, but there are many exciting roles and opportunities for everyone in the team, end quote. Mm. So... I think it's just because the the response of Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda, they were just like, we can't have this bad shit going around our name. We gotta like, we gotta nip it in the butt. Right. Uh. Well, I mean, shout out to them for not just like firing the whole crew and just anything. Well, but it made money. Yeah. The game made money. For sure. No matter critically or whatever, it it still made money. So right. they're not gonna fire people, you know, like for making money. But right. it wasn't what the shareholders want you know because the the higher your game reviews the more money you make for sure and on top of that you know just compare it to the recent the trilogy before it's just it's it's big disappointment um but i mean cool i guess they're putting them to where they would they will work better in different departments but this is what happens man you got to be careful Got to be careful taking on somebody else's big property. Game development is just like any other big company. You can get merged or shut down or transferred at any time. It's just it is what it is. It's part of working in a big business. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of crazy. Yeah, they're going to be helping out with um, Battlefront, so we'll see. I think it's Battlefront. Or Anthem? Or they Who's doing uh, Anthem? Motive? Motive is one of the teams working on Battlefront, I'm pretty uh, sure. Is it? I'm not too sure. I don't know. I'll have to look back into that. If I'm wrong, leave a comment. Yeah. Hit me up. So um, the charts are still down. for the for, We're always a month behind as we've gone for that if you watch past episodes. I was able to find a chart of the United States listings for the week of June uh, 17th. So, Ryan, if you want to take us yes, through those. Yes, yes, We'll go over that real quick. Um, go I'll go get some numbers. waters. Yes, go over the waters. <laughs> go over and get the waters while I uh, – okay. Number 10 here, not a big not a big surprise. We got Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, it's always just held it down on this list. Uh, 10,550. Tell 10,534 this week for the United States, correct. Uh, total for the United States is 4.3 million for week number 135. For it being its 135th week, and it's still here. Number 10, you know, Grand Theft Auto, man. I can't believe it's holding it down, you know. These charts are also um, not just top 10. We only go over the top 10, but right. it's still on the top whatever charts, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah, it's wild, man. So, number nine in Justice 2, we're going to get into this too, is for Xbox One here, United States again. 11,680 this week, 204,646 total, which isn't that much for the United States, to be honest with you. And uh, week number five. So, but that's a surprising number for me to see it only have 204,000. For all of the uh, I think States it's only been total. out for five weeks. Two hundred thousand yeah, units in five weeks. I could, I could on one platform Xbox. Yeah, I mean, you know, but PS4. See, I was yeah. So have between like, you know, yeah, both you're about at what five hundred and fifty something in five weeks just in America. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I mean, there's just well, I'll get into that yeah. in a sec. Number eight, Overwatch. You know, holding it down. 11,933 this week, so roughly 12,000 this week. Uh, 
basically one one point one million overall and it's fifty six week. Not too bad at all. And then uh Pokemon Sun and Moon, number seven for the three D S. And it's uh fifteen thousand for this week in the United States. And then five million just in the United States. Obviously Japan helps with these global sales big time. Thirty first week on this list. Uh, number six, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch at about 18,000 and about 1.4 million total in the United Killing States. It. Killing it. That's what's selling Switches. Yep. And uh, 16th week, uh, the Switch seller is still holding strong. And then above that is Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn for PS4. 20,638 this week, uh, 768,700. Basically, total. Well, these are retail copies, by the way, too. Right. They're not digital. These aren't digital. Uh, 16th week on here. Um, still yeah. holding it down, man. Good shit. For game of the year, yeah. bro. <laughs> it's definitely one of them. Definitely one of them. Number four, Injustice 2. This is what I was going to get into earlier. Um, this has roughly 150,000 more, and it's on the PS4 than the Xbox One. It's got 21,000 this week and about 357,000 overall week number five that's the number i was kind of looking for um then we got three the other switch seller uh, mario kart 8 deluxe nintendo switch twenty-five thousand, and then about eight hundred sixty-five thousand overall in the united states week number eight we love we love nintendo over here <laughs> tekken 7 for ps4 is number two and that is at 20 uh, roughly twenty-five thousand this week I'm surprised at that number. And uh, 230,000 230, overall. And for its third week, that's not bad at all. Tekken, man. Yeah, Tekken. People, I, that, that surprises me big time. And then number one. So I'm surprised at this as well. ARMS. People are loving ARMS for the Nintendo Switch. I'm not surprised. People want things to play on Switch. Right. But this is the first week it's been out uh, on this list, obviously. What, what what day is this? The, the 17th, 17th of June. June. The week ending in the 17th of June. So this is first week on here, and it's at 184,000. 184,000 total, roughly, week number one. Right on. Um, so ARMS. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that ARMS is number one. But, yeah, there hasn't been many new games coming out lately. and uh, Especially on Switch. If right. something big comes out, I'm sure Splatoon's Splatoon will be there, like, one. next next month when we check this, you know. So well, let's get some, to some new releases here before we jump into our topic. Hey. Uh, PS4, we got Lawbreakers. Hellblade Suna Sacrifice is next week. I think that's next week. That's too far. That's next week. Yeah, that that oh no, that'll be that'll be yeah. So yeah, Lawbreakers August fourth, Hellblade Sayuna Sacrifice, uh Black Hole Complete Edition, Mega Man Legacy Collection Two. Mm-hmm. Um Masquerade, Songs and Shadows. I don't know what that is. And then uh Batman the Enemy Within. Ooh, I'm gonna play that. Mm-hmm. Episode number one. And Graceful Explosion Machine is coming over to PS4 from uh Switch. It's already on there. Um Xbox One getting a game called race arcade the way mr shifty's coming there uh black hole complete edition mega man legacy collection masquerade batman that's about it uh excuse me uh switch we're getting blaster master zero x ex something and okay okay uh that's it that's the only thing we're getting this week um anything else we're getting blaster master on three yes we're getting monster hunter stories um nothing that's about it 
So Hellblade next week, next very Tuesday. Slow. Very slow right now, but so. it's gonna ramp up very shortly. Are you gonna get Mega Man? I want to, but I'll probably skip out on it. It's not like a two thousand. There's nothing new coming out for it, so I'll probably just get it for nostalgia's sake, yeah, for you know, sale. for later. But Sonic Mania, I do want though later on. Right on. And let's do it. So one of our some what are some of our favorite games with which are based off of comic books or have comic book influences and creative parts in them such as like for the one that I comes in since for that one is like infamous mm-hmm. infamous isn't based on comic books but it's very comic book like generated stories it's basically like x-men story like right. these, these people get powers and stuff and like all the cutscenes are very graphic novels and panels mm-hmm. and like go from panel to panel and like the storytelling aspects so infamous is one of my favorite games um i never played the first two but i played second son and first light like i was saying earlier and Man, Platinum to Second Son, it was so good. I love the mechanics, the gameplay, the controller just feels great to like do like the button mapping, and it was just like everything about it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I played. Uh, I haven't played the other Infamouses, but I played Infamous the, the original one. Yeah. And uh, I had such a blast with it. I beat it. Uh, I think in that one, uh, you're Cole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're Cole in that one, and uh, basically Cole in one and two, and you're Delson in Second Son. Right, and I don't know if Delson has the same. I don't really. I haven't played. He has those smoke ones. powers. Okay. Cole has lightning. Powers, yeah, he has so. basically what you use is you use lightning to get around the city. It's a very open world, very uh, Spider-Man two esque. Yeah. And uh, you can use your electricity to, you know, fly through wires or, you know. Uh, That's a sucker punch you made. Yeah. Infamous. They're a good studio. Man. Oh, yeah. They're oh, up yeah. in Seattle. And the way they tell, like, this uh, story, I mean, of course, this isn't a comic book character, but it's very comic book influenced the way they tell the story. Yeah. And Yeah, definitely. You know, and uh, you get to you get to see his origin. You get to see, you know, what he does. You get to see what he can would do. Would you recommend playing those first two? Because I think I might go back and play them. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like, especially if you're a fan of, because this is one I want to talk about, one of the first actually comic book games I feel like that did it right, mm-hmm. and even a movie game that did it right, too, is Spider-Man 2 for the PS2. Right. I never and, played it. And uh, But that's the best video game, everyone says. Video it, game movie. It's or, an, Sorry, video game. Comic, comic book, book, video game, whatever. And movie, I would say, because it's Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that one is, it rem- like, Infamous reminds me a lot of that. Like, I feel like they took a lot of influence from Spider-Man 2 because it's just an open city. And this is what Insomniac's Spider-Man looks like, which, too. Which they took probably influence from Spider-Man 2 original, made it into uh, Sunset Overdrive, and now are taking that all that influence that they have from making that game and looking back at that old Spider-Man game, like we're going to make this killer Spider-Man game yeah. on PS4. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks incredible. Um, we'll get into it later, but I think, you know, Rocksteady kind of set the trend of like how to make an amazing, you know, lore filled. Yeah. Batman. Sp- yeah. With the spot, with the, with the Batman games. Those are going to be the games we review today. So yeah, we'll get we'll to get those in, at the end. We'll get to those. Obviously we got to cover those. But there's also a lot of um, older games. Like, I know, like, the Nintendo 64 games and Super Nintendo, like, Maximum Carnage and mm-hmm. stuff. Which like, was great. Maximum Carnage was a great game. It was just, like, a side-scrolling beat-em-up. You know how most of those games were back in the day. But yeah. it was a side-scrolling beat-em-up where you get to play as Spider-Man or Venom. And you're fighting Carnage and his onslaught of people. Um, great game. And then you even got, what is that, like, Arcade's Revenge, Spider-Man and Venom Arcade's Revenge. For now, how well do you think they flow into, like, continuity and storytelling based from a comic book character and property and stuff? Like, all these games. Because, like, for instance, like, something like uh, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom or mm. Infamous, or Infamous, in 
was it? What's it called? The DC game? In, uh, Injustice. Injustice. Why did I say Injustice? Infamous is on the mind. Sorry. Injustice. But um, yeah, like, how do you think these games like work based on because like the, the other games we've been talking about for a minute here have been like more story games these ones are more fighting games how do you think the canon is represented in those well injustice kind of like made its own story and made its own comic even in the comic book world yeah they've kind of just taken the resources and characters and right because they're making injustice comics now mm-hmm. to go with the whole injustice universe of the video game where you get your context exactly yeah. and uh I've read the first, only like the first season. They're in like season 12 or something like that now. Or I like, think it's like know. year two, season one or something. Yeah, there's like so that. much though. Or like it's five or something. You're five or I don't, know. I don't know. It's overwhelming. But I did read the first one and uh, the first like first run. And they, they made their own unique story. They made uh, their own, you know, with their own repercussions, their own, you know, characters that die you know it's completely not canon to the dc lore and um i think that's the way you should do handle a comic book story especially for a video game you know insomniac is showing that they're doing that as well with spider-man they said that this isn't going to be their own universe it's its own universe they're telling their own spider-man story uh we're not going to get an origin story thankfully we'll see maybe a cutscene, maybe a cutscene or two but i think i think they know we don't really care for that just like the new movie we Mm. didn't need it and it was still a great movie and look at you know uh there's so many other games that we just don't need that for um, I think I think you know I, as far as it is a fighting game, I'm not gonna get too deep into it because I can only just go so deep into fighting games. I feel like right. I think the the real golden star nail on the head. Just if you're gonna use a comic book property to make into a video game, to do it something like we're talking about Spider Man or Batman Arkham Origins or Infamous, that's the best way to do it. Like give you give you the the sandbox to play in and just here's your batman here your spider-man here your your Delson, whoever it is and just go mm-hmm. make your own story you know right i think that's the best way to do it it is it is uh i think it's on top of that like i feel like they still stay true to the characters they still tra- stay true to like how the characters are what they would do in this certain situation yeah cause and that's all you really they're need still writing and dialogue and right whatnot, but like the choices become your own because you feel like you are this character. And as a comic book fan, that's all we really want. We just want, you know, we don't mind getting new stories, but we want to see those characters we grew to love be in them. And we, yeah, it's important to get those right, which which video game developers have been doing. Well, especially uh, Rocksteady, they just been killing it with Batman. It's Rocksteady, like spot on. But I think also, you know, we're 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 that age where you know all the developers right now grew up with those they you know the late 70s and 80s yeah and they grew up with comics they grew up with these things you know how much of a dream come true it probably was for insomniac to hear like hey we want we want you to make a spider-man game like i'm sure they flip their shit you know because that's true because as much as comics were around since the 30s and 40s and even 20s and stuff until i would say late 70s 80s they still weren't popular but they were more like accepted for like a 10 year old to go i'm gonna pick up an x-men comic or some just whatever you know batman because that's when like these characters started to get fully fleshed out mm-hmm. in like the the 70s and 80s and get the origin stories as we know them to current day back then yeah. so yeah so like all those people growing up in these time periods making these games now it's just been just a love fest and they're doing it correctly and i so. think that's what you need you need to find uh these people who love these characters like we do because if the character's not right, the game can't be right. Um, and with 
with basically Insomniac handling this, I have nothing but faith that, you know, they love Spider-Man. You yeah. could tell that they love Spider-Man. This is From the, dream the trailer, man. It was like perfect. Yeah. And like, you could tell that like, you know, they're thinking in depth about like his powers, what he could do. How he would act, how the web would go. Yeah, then. exactly. How like, we don't get to see how things would move, you know, between panels on a comic book. Yeah. So they're literally bringing this to life and it just feels so right. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like the, that that trailer we got from E3 was just everything. I watched on, that man. about like ten times yeah, because I can't. It. I can't wait. I showed it to my girlfriend Allie. Like she, I was, I was like, look at this new Spider-Man. She's like, oh my god, this looks awesome. I was like, I can't wait to play. I it. cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, it looks absolutely gorgeous. But I'm gonna like platinum I said, it. I'm gonna definitely platinum it. <laughs> like I said, it's important though that developers care about these characters because you know the the reason why you know comic books games had a stigma for a while on them. Like they were nobody, always bad. They were always pretty much bad. Every name, like Licensed before the Arkham game, games, yeah. before the Arkham games, there was not really any Batman game. All of us expected the Arkham games, like the first Arkham Asylum to be bad. There was a few Batman games on like the Genesis and Super Nintendo right. and 64, but like, they weren't very good. You didn't hear anything about them because they weren't good. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, we got these like movie licensed ones all the time, yeah, like where the they Captain would Captain America, and Iron Man, and you know, where man. they don't really care about just like you know getting the characters developed or the characters that we love developed. They just want to get a quick cash they grab keep out the of license as long as they keep making a crappy game that takes a year and a half. They to just make. want a little cash grab to go along with the movie, you yeah. know. Yeah. So. And that's what we've basically been used to. And that's why I think it's so important that we have Marvel games now. We have like people like that are at yeah. Marvel games who are looking at other developers to say, hey, we love what you do. Make this for us. Same with Warner Brother games. Warner Brother games now decided, like, hey, we're going to take these DC properties and actually treat them right. Exactly. That's what Darkham started it. And when Rocksteady, I mean, we didn't really know of them too much. That was their first like really giant, game. giant yeah, experience. Game. And nobody really had faith. We were like, oh, man, they're making a Batman game. We've been through this before. We know what this is like. And Arkham Asylum is... Like a nine out of ten. It's I would, pretty darn good. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would say so. Uh, you want to just get into that now? Yeah, let's go into the Batman Arkham uh, series. We'll talk about a little bit of Asylum, City, and the Night. So yeah, all your thoughts on uh, Batman Arkham uh, Asylum here? I thought it was a great game. Like it just said, nine out of ten. Like it, there's not much really wrong about it. No. The mechanics to how your detective skills to the story itself to the setting how it's all dark and gloomy on the asylum island there's, there's a lot of villains and different character interactions it's it's pretty well made game incredible um i'm a batman stan so i'm about to go off right here uh i think it was a like i remember the first 15 minutes of playing arkham asylum where you're in the the asylum walking the joker and yeah stuff. and i was just like this is it like even those fifteen minutes, like this is it. Like the they atmosphere, the atmosphere. Kevin built, Conroy, Kevin Mark Con Hamill. That's the main thing. It's like it's Kevin Conroy and Mark Mark Hamill, you know. And it's basically the same cast from the animated series that I grew up watching. And that is yeah. honestly one of the best like comic book like series ever. Yeah, is like Batman the animated. And a series. lot of the the minor characters are like perfect voicing too. Amazing, and it's like yeah, they don't look like the animated series characters, but that doesn't it's matter. More realistic. It's yeah. more realistic. It has amazing graphics, but the fact that like you know I'm hearing Mark Hamill as the Joker. When I read Batman comics, I imagine Mark Hamill like every time I read over the Joker's voice. Like I somewhere imagine somewhere between Mark Hamill, and maybe Troy Baker. He's yeah, really good. He's too. really good too. <laughs> But, uh, like, for the most part, like, you know, the fact that they, you know, Rocksteady and Warner Brothers were like, we want this to feel as genuine as possible. 
and you literally start out with you taking the Joker and you're bringing him into Arkham Asylum and he's being willingly taken and you wonder why and then you realize what he's up to and, and that's the rest of the game. Get the yeah. whole plot of the next three games is that based off of that and just keeps going. And basically, you know, uh, I, I would say that Arkham Asylum is my second favorite out of the series. Well, uh, this will bring us to City, but basically... Arkham Asylum started this whole it's not quite open world but it's like you get an open area-esque which I think leads us now to City mm. um, Arkham City is the first perfectly done open world comic book video game I, I would think. say so <laughs> it is a perfectly done open sandbox where you play as you know you're Batman and you literally feel like Batman you're gliding you around go anywhere you want anytime because it's a city you're not playing in three parts of an exactly. island so it's, it's city so you can go into a side quest where you run into this villain or maybe Deadshot will snipe you up here or something and something will happen and basically it's all up to you. It's all up to you what you want to do. Obviously side side missions are skippable. But the overall story and what it goes to with the Joker and you know the way it it really does make you feel like they are making a comic book story through a video game this, media, media. This one also added other side characters such as Harley mm-hmm. and a lot more into the story and like Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl right. have big parts in this and you actually get to see them and, and stuff. And that's that's what's dope. It's like literally Arkham like or Rocksteady they literally tried to put all the lore just spread out of Batman. Like you could tell they love Batman. They they've read the comics. They know what to do. They know yeah, the he's villains. Not just the the year one Batman. This is like season twenty year right. Batman. You and know? you know, and basically, you, you, the way they just knock all the characters down. They love all the characters. They love all the interactions. Um, I don't know. I can't. I think Rocksteady laid the template on this is how you make an amazing comic book based video game. This is how you yeah. take a character that you love. And make a story with it. And you can tell, like, I mean... They have. Like, you can just even, like, side Easter egg shit, you know? There's like so much there's, Easter egg There's so many city. Easter eggs. There's so much lore in these games. I mean, every time I saw, like, Nightwing or even Red Robin, I got stoked. Every, yeah. You know, like, I would just be like, oh, It doesn't shit. really look like Tim Drake, but no. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. He's I'll, in it, so... Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, there's those things, and then when you're... On top, you know, like I remember every time I've ran into Killer Croc, I'd be scared out of my wits, and that's how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to feel that with Killer Croc. You're supposed like they literally took like the scariest parts of these villains and made you have to confront them. Yeah, and then like almost every major villain in City has some type of storyline that Batman has to do, whether it's a side quest or part of the main quest. Right, and like so, you know, even the way they handle Scarecrow, spot on. The way they handle, you know, the penguin. Joker, Penguin. Yeah. You know, you really like what's Mr. Freeze, Solomon Grundy, Clayface, like they're all in it. Like it's one thing to like, you know, love the comics and love the characters, and then it's another thing for, you know, the animated series to basically put you in that world or let you see a bigger window of that world. And yeah. then it's another thing when that gets expanded and you're actually in that world. Yeah. It's very immersive. You Which, really feel like you're in Gotham. Like you feel like you're in Gotham. You feel yeah. like you're in Arkham Asylum. Definitely. And I think that's also the reason why I loved Arkham Knight so much, which leads us to the last one. You like City more. I like I Knight more. Knight has a few bad gameplay elements, where such as the Riddler trials or the Batmobile sections, which are forced. Like, you're just in this tank and you can't really do anything about yeah. that. But I think besides that, if you take actually the core me- gameplay, where 75% of the game is actually Batman, because well, like, about 30% of it you're actually... And stuck in a Batmobile, yeah, which forced. 
But um, if you take actual the Batman parts, that's the best Batman stuff they've ever made. It's just awesome. Yeah, the story is great. You story's know, just as good, if not better, than the Joker stories. Yeah, well, I mean, they kind of took influence from a lot of the Joker stories it, for this for this story. Yeah, it tails right off from the Joker stuff into Scarecrow having his own master plan to destroy the city, which turns into not just Scarecrow but a lot of other villains. Yeah, too. and then the reveal of the Arkham Knight, all that stuff is like, oh, this they took that from like an earlier Joker story too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like just, I like I said, just so well made. Like I said, they literally like take. Yeah. All the aspects we love, that's what Rocksteady has done. And to be honest with you, I don't want Rocksteady doing anything other than a, a comic book game. Some DC Universe adaptation. Give me yeah. a Justice League game. Give me Superman. How would, how would a Justice League game work? Like you I don't do know. like I, I couldn't tell you two how. hours of every hero or something. Yeah, like I couldn't I couldn't tell you how that would work. But if it was like Superman and you're with the Justice League, I could see that. Um I, I would I want you to do a Superman game. I or need like, a Superman game. That would work. Like, you, there's like five characters of the Justice League, and you get to play any which you could switch in between them. But no matter who you play, as the missions are always the same. Right. They could do something like that. I mean, because I do think that you know Rocksteady is definitely up to something. They're up to something. They're Arkham doing Knight something. came out 2014, and then they did the VR so thing. They did the yeah. VR thing, but that didn't take a lot of resources. That was right. a small team that made that. You know, it's right. only like 15, 20 minutes long. So. Right. What's the main team working on? It's been three years since Arkham Knight came out. And, yeah, they had a lot of DC and stuff. But it doesn't take a full team to make and put out DC, DLC. Yeah. But, I mean, pretty much by the end of Arkham Knight, it kind of feels like they kind of, like, ended the whole Batman kind of story, right? It kind of feels like that was, like, the way kind to end of, it. Yes and no. It did, like, to the sense, like, oh, here we're ending Bruce's story, blam, blam but then... Whatever happens in that end credit scene leaves it very open. Right. But there's a, there's a definite end to the story, but it's also like they can do a new story too. Right. So it's like I don't know what's. So who knows? Happen. Maybe yeah. we might just get a new Batman game, like with a whole new story. Yeah, uh, but I, oh. I love these games, man. Like I've played, I replayed Arkham Asylum this past January, February, and I played a little bit of City too, and I mm -hmm. played, I played Arkham Knight. What was that? Two two years ago, three years right. ago. Right and they're just great games. Yeah, and it's worth it to just explore and look around. I mean, all the Riddler challenges just explore, open the lore up even more, you know. Um, and figuring out how to, like, you see a Riddler trophy, but how do you get it? Yeah, how do you get it? And then also there's just, like, a thing of, like, you know, there's riddles that you just have to scan, and you have to just kind of know the lore of what they're talking about to get it. And, yeah. You know, like, like, it'll talk about a Penguin's umbrella, and then you'll see an umbrella right there. You scan it, and then you've figured out that riddle. Yeah, and uh, so it's like things like that where They're just so clever mechanically, like visually. Yeah, and that's every wise, every one of them has its character own development. Like everything, every aspect of that about these games is just perfect. Right, or it, just about perfect. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do all the Riddler challenges and all of them. I mean, I, there's so much. When I replayed Arkham Asylum this past January, I got about eighty something percent of them. So because like I if I saw it, I was like, okay, let me figure it out and do right. it. There's some that are hard to find and stuff and some that you'll just you won't can't figure it out. But for the most part I did most of them in Arkham Asylum. So that says a lot. And then <laughs> Arkham City is like way more. more. Yeah. And then Arkham Knight, you has know has a lot too. But. They have a lot and then they have like these rooms where like he takes people and you have to figure out so they're they don't more die. like challenges, like yeah. eight challenges, but they're still trophies, but they're it's not as it's more focused. Right. But I mean but, the, um, if you really ever want to feel like Batman gliding through Gotham, dark Gotham City. <laughs> Those are the games to play, man. You know, going around beating ass against every villain. Or if you just like comic books. Yeah, or if you just like comic books. This but is a game to play. 
Um, I also say if you're a huge fan of the animated series, this feels like you're playing the animated series game. Like, and yeah. I know a lot of my friends, you know, we, we grew up on that. And I will honestly say that, you know, Batman the Animated Series is the best comic book-based TV show, period. I will always probably say that. It's definitely, yeah, uh, arguable. Yeah. So, cool. So, that's our show, guys. We did a Batman review. We hey. talked about some comics and video games, went over some news, what we've been playing and all that. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for next week. Uh, Ryan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, on the internet, you can find me, Ryan Longmore, Facebook, SharkXAttack23 on Twitter, and then I'm SharkXAttack on PSN. Nintendo friend code will be underneath on the description. Same with his. Right on. I'm at the Hydra 55 T-H-E-H-Y-D-R-A-5-5, on PlayStation, Twitter, Instagram. Check me out. Follow me if you want to see anything. I post about video games all the time, what I've been playing and whatnot. Um, yeah, so thank you for watching. Please make sure you're liked, subscribed, like the video on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel. If you, if you see this and you're not subscribed, please hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, any of those other services. Make sure you're also following us so you can get those new updates of the episodes as they come out so you don't have to go look for them at the mm-hmm. week as we post them. And then we will see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. All listening. right, guys. Love y'all. Bye. Thumbnail and description done.